You're listening to the John Clark Cast. My name is John Clark. I'm a licensed counselor, a group practice owner, and a guide for therapists in private practice. I want to tell you about an exciting event coming up. It's the Get Seen Summit. Uh, the first digital marketing summit for therapists coming to you live in person October 19th in Philadelphia. Uh, it's going to be me, Katie Keats May, Ernesto Segismundo, and Uriah Guilford teaching you how to become better digital marketers and take control of your digital marketing. And of course, without all the overwhelm, you can go to getseensummit.com to grab your tickets now, and tickets are limited. That's getseensummit.com. Com, and I'll see you in October. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Um, what's going on? I spent the weekend in rural Appalachia working on houses, volunteering with my favorite and beloved uh, nonprofit, Appalachia Service Project. So that was great. Always good for me to be there. If I have a spiritual home, then that's it. Definitely, definitely being in Appalachia and in the mountains and in this particular part of Appalachia is just the most special thing in the world to me. And I guess I was reminded this weekend how important it is for me to step outside myself as often as possible and really do things just for others and do something that's truly wholesome. I do struggle with that from time to time of the more and more, the the deeper I get into online business and being an entrepreneur and having really, you know, this brand that is centered around me, I have to, I don't know. I have to remember to, to think beyond myself more and more. Um, and, and sometimes that can be hard to do, but I never feel better, more centered, more grounded, more purposeful than when I'm serving people and volunteering and, um, helping people who have less than I do. This is a, a group I've been working with for about 16 years now in some capacity. I've been doing it for a long time since I was very young and, uh, been doing it consistently. So I just need to get back there more often. I really do. And there's something so gratifying about doing construction work and seeing the finished product at the end of the day, having, having your hands on something is so nice. You know, I'm sitting here at a desk with a microphone and a computer staring at a screen all day and you know nothing in my hands um and it's just so nice to put your hands on something uh that you can change and um and yeah just see that see that result and see the fruits of your labor i guess it's really really nice there's something very very kind of sacred about that when i was in graduate school i worked on a farm there's a fun fact for you and would repair fences and take care of the horses and whatever needed to to happen out there. And that was the best contrast to learning to be a therapist in this work that we do. That's so abstract can, can be so abstract and feel like, what are we doing? Where's this going? Am I helping? Am I good at this? You know, et cetera. So I, I definitely, you know, can go through those same questions and being a coach, you know, there's a real parallel and becoming a coach for therapists has been, a, a, a real clear parallel to uh, similar to becoming a therapist. So um, last solo episode. So last week we talked about, I shared the the kind of beta version of my digital strategy roadmap. 
and I'm going to try to think of a better name for that. Something cool, something like, um, and maybe you guys have feedback, but is it a roadmap? Should I call it a roadmap? Does that imagery help? Should I call it a blueprint? Like building a house <laughs> that could work since I enjoy building houses. Should I call it, uh, baby steps? I really like, I, I do like the idea of baby steps because it feels really digest digestible. Um, and I've worked through Dave Ramsey's baby steps and I don't know. I just, I just like how it makes things feel very manageable. So I kind of like that as well, but we're going to be, uh, my team and I are going to be building out kind of a visual to teach a digital strategy roadmap. And I'm going to start, I'm going to be teaching it, uh, in Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. You're hearing this today. It's Monday, September 24th. You can get $200 off the get seen summit and <laughs> not just launch into a promo real quick, but that's what I'm doing anyway. Um, $200 off the Get Seen Summit coming up in October in Philadelphia. Uh, that's with me, Ernesto Segismundo, Katie Keats May, Uriah Guilford, teaching you how to get control of your digital marketing, become your own marketing consultant, and, um, and level up and automate your business more than ever before. So $200 off for that right now. And then after midnight tonight, midnight Eastern, I believe that price will go right back up another $200. And I believe we'll stay there until the event on Friday, October 19th. So Philadelphia, if you're anywhere near Philadelphia, um, on the East coast, DC, Baltimore, uh, New Jersey, New York, come on down, take the, take a train, find a way to get there. I'd love to hang out with you. I'd love to help you and really get hands on that day with, um, with walking you through, um, everything you need to know about digital marketing right now. So it's going to be great. It's going to be a really fun time and just great to hang out with in person, hang out in person with in person. <laughs> you can tell how tired I am today. Um, but it'll be great to hang out in person and cross the, the <laughs> cross the, the medium of all this digital stuff that we do. I really, you know, the funny thing is I don't, I don't necessarily love all things digital. You know what I mean? And especially thinking about my experience this weekend at ASP, and being off my phone, being in person with people and doing stuff like, um, you know, cutting wood and using a saw and using a hammer. Um, the digital stuff to me is just a means to an end. It's a way to reach more people. And that's why I do it. You know, I don't, I don't love it. I don't, you know, um, I love what it does for people, I guess. And I, I'm not too afraid of it. And I, but I really do it for you guys to be totally honest. I, I do all this for you guys. Um, and because I started learning digital stuff the hard way, building my own practice in San Francisco, and then I started teaching people how I did it and there's just not enough people in our industry doing it. So I wanted to help and same thing for unconditional media. I built that company for you guys. So I hope that, I hope that people know that and know that that is sincere, you know, cause the other challenge is living in this digital world and keeping it real, keeping it sincere. It's really hard to know who to trust when there's so much freaking noise online and everything's in your face and there's emails from everyone and Facebook lives from everyone. It's just, it's kind of intense. I think it's getting more intense. So we have to really ground ourselves and figure out who we can trust and, you know, try to keep things manageable because technology is, is deeply embedded in our lives now. And the good news is we can, we can control that. We can control our use of it and use it to better leverage our businesses. The bad news is it can get out of control. We can overwhelm ourselves. We can get really bad information out there. Um, we can encounter bullies and people who are mean and 
Facebook groups and online or leave you a bad review or whatever. So there's, you know, there's two sides to every coin and it's, I think ultimately it's less about the technology that's available and it's more about how we use it that it, that really brings up. So people get mad at companies like Facebook for their censorship or lack thereof or whatever things that happen on Facebook. But I think what it really reflects is um, how people use these tools. So I don't know. I didn't plan to go and rant about technology and but it's, it's evolution today, but um, that's, that's what's kind of my mind today. I'm, I'm not feeling great today. I just woke up kind of feeling run down. It's Monday morning. So I, I usually do the podcast Sunday night, but just couldn't do it last night. I did have a really nice night and played tennis with a friend, which I haven't done in a long time. And then just watch football, which was wonderful. Uh, the Patriots lost, which is also wonderful. If you're a non-Patriots fan like me, or just a fan of any other team but the Patriots and are tired of seeing them winning, then that's got, that was kind of a good night and fun to see uh, the Detroit Lions beat them. Definitely more than an underdog, so that was cool. And I don't know, just kind of enjoying. You know, I'm trying to trying to get clear in the things that make me happy in my life and my business and, and also listen to what I need and kind of listen to my energy or my body or whatever. You know, cliche, but it's true. So last night, wasn't feeling it, couldn't do it, just wanted to watch football, so that's what I did. So today I'm, I'm squeezing it in here uh, on Monday afternoon before some coaching, more coaching calls and, um, and that's it. So it'll be a shorter episode today. I'm going to get right into some listener questions uh, and kind of click through them and, um, and then go from there. Um, we need more listener questions. So if you're listening, please get in touch, um, go to Instagram and uh, submit a listener question there through one of the threads or direct message us at the John Clark, at the underscore John underscore Clark, Clark with an E, um, or go to the Facebook group and ask us there, thejohnclark.com forward slash FB group. That's a special link that will take you right to the Facebook group and you can you can join there and then ask your questions. Ask as many as you want. If you have five questions, ask them so we can um, have more uh, content to, to kind of fuel this show. I appreciate it in advance. Let's get into some questions. Um, Dominique Valentine is asking, how do I market groups to meet my target population? So how do I, how do I market groups to my target population? Okay. This is what I would say. Target them in general first or target them, you know, in general for all of your services first, and then make sure that there's actually a demand for the group. So rather than just going out and just assuming that people want a group for, you know, teenagers who cut or whatever. Um, I would say target people in general first for all of your services and within your practice and make sure there's actually a demand for the group. So maybe do some surveying, asking current clients if they'd be interested in joining this group and then market it to the people that already know about your business. That would be the best way to do it. This is also the reason why you need a freaking email list. And I'm not yelling at you, Dominique, I'm just yelling at all therapists who don't have an email list or don't understand why this is so important. If you have a strong email list for your practice, um, current and former clients, people who are interested but didn't take that next step, then you don't have to go back to the well. Again, like I said last week, talking about the, the roadmap, you don't have to go back to the well every time you need new clients or want to put together a group. If you have an email list and even a small but meaningful list that you engage on a regular basis, then you can go to that group and first of all, ask them if they're interested in, um, or go to that email list, ask them if you're, they're interested in joining such a group and then market it directly to them. How nice would that be to not have to, 
you know, have this panic of like, oh crap, how am I going to market this thing and market it out of nowhere and generate all these new leads, whatever. Um, so again, strong email list. This is really where you should be pulling from. And those people who already know, like, and trust your business are going to be more likely to sign up for this group of yours. Otherwise, um, you know, Google ads and Facebook ads to fuel your email list all the time. Um, lead, lead generation and collecting those leads and converting as many as you can, but also just keeping the, that contact information and staying in touch with people. Um, again, go back and listen to, to last week's uh, episode. Uh, and listen to the episode with Katie Keats May talking about Facebook ads and come to the Get Seen Summit October 19th in Philly and we'll just teach you all this stuff in person and and we'll hang out. So that'll be cool. So that's what I would say. hope that's helpful. Uh, Ann Dillard is asking, hi Ann, how are you? Ann is great. She's not, uh, she's not, um, this is not live right now so she's not going to respond but she's great. Anne is asking, how do you steer traffic to your website? Okay, cool. And also cool, Lucia is drinking water like a horse. I'm sure you guys can hear that. I'm just going to let that ride. Are you done? Did you get enough, sweetie? Do you want to say hi to all the fans? Now she's coming over here like, yeah, I did it. Look, I drink water. Aren't you proud? Animals are so funny. Our our dog trainer told us that dogs are mentally too. <laughs> and so now, like ever since then, I look at my dog or any dog and I'm like, oh, you're two. You have the brain of a little two-year-old. And that's why you like it when I talk to you like a two-year-old in really high-pitched voice and, you know, like praise you for taking a poop. And she's like, yeah, I did it. She loves, you know, loves the praise. So, yeah, you're mentally too. She's looking up at me right now. How do you steer traffic to your website? All right, lots of ways to do this, guys. And, and this goes back to you just understanding your digital strategy overall. The, 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 the kind of main ways to do it off the top of my head would be organic traffic, paid traffic, um, uh, people getting traffic through social media, through directories, and through direct entries, which is the least common. So when someone goes in and actually just punches your URL in from like your business card or whatever, less and less common, you can and should look at all this stuff from your Google Analytics and figure out where are people coming to my website from right now. That's a, that'd be a great action step um, for, for a lot of you who are not already digging into your, um, your analytics and therefore tracking that stuff on your, uh, your KPIs, key performance indicators. See, it's all coming together. It's all coming together, all 70 whatever episodes and all this work, you know, all this, this blogging I've been doing since 2013, it's all coming together. Um, yeah. So organic traffic is people who find you through just looking for what they're looking for. So looking for someone that provides your kind of service in the area that they're looking in. Another way to get good organic traffic is if you are writing blog posts like, um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even going to say a title because I can't think of one. Um, but, you know, having good blog posts 
and getting them ranking well on their own. Um, so, you know, being able to answer questions in your audience through your blog posts and then getting those ranking is a great way to get organic traffic. So for instance, if you look up how to name a private practice, you'll see one of my old posts from private practice workshop, uh, like halfway down the first page that's organic traffic, right? I answered a question that people search often on Google. It was long, it was keyword rich. Um, and then I used the Yoast SEO plugin on, on, um, on WordPress and made sure that blog, blog post was, um, would be ranking well on its own. And it is. So another way to get organic traffic and a great way to build trust. Uh, paid traffic is the second one. So paid traffic, meaning your Google ads, um, other search engine ads, other um, paid social media. And again, I always like to differentiate between organic social media and paid social media. You can, um, you should know the difference and be thinking about them somewhat separately, but interrelated. So your paid traffic sources. Social media would be a potentially, a, you know, another orga or organic social media would be an organic way of getting more people to your site. And making sure that if you are using social media, you're actually sending people to your site. You're not just posting pretty pictures and then being like, thank you, bye. Ultimately, you want to get people back to your own real estate, so to speak. So think about that. If you are creating a post or putting all this time into your social media, then you're actually sending people back to where you want them to be. And ideally, it's your website. And from there, your website, it's either turning them into a lead, getting them converted, or getting them on, guess what? Your email list. directories can be another way of getting some traffic to your site. You know, a lot of people say, well, does being on psychology today help your SEO? Sure. A little bit. It's, 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 you know, I think it's probably pennies on the dollar, um, overall, but certainly it is getting some traffic to your site and it is getting your site, which has less traffic is less popular from a bigger site that has more traffic is more popular. So sure, it does help your SEO a bit, but it's not necessarily going to get you to the top of page one if you don't do all the other uh, stuff first for your organic SEO. And then finally, direct entries. Like I said, people who go in and type yourwebsite.com and go right to it. Less common, but um, it, it does account for some part of your, your overall traffic. That's how you do it. That's how you steer traffic. Steer away. And make sure you're tracking this stuff. Track your traffic and their sources as one of your key performance indicators. And people ask, well, what's good traffic? How many people should I have visiting my site every, every week, et cetera? Well, you know I'm not going to answer that, but I'm going to answer it with another, answer your question with a question, which is that how much traffic do you have now? And just take a baseline for yourself. And then as you start to experiment and up your game with your digital strategy, you should see those numbers rising. And as you exist on the internet longer and are found in search results more often, you will naturally rank up more over time. So that's great. So you just want to make sure your numbers are trending upward and not downward and that you're, you're doing things to increase the chances of your website getting found. So again, KPI is so, so important, guys. Just be tracking your numbers now. Be monitoring them every week. Um, and, and over time, you're going to feel a lot more control of your business as a result. Let's do one more stinking question. Um, Yesenia Vianta uh, is asking, when including an array of services like mentoring, therapy, coaching, etc., how do you make them blend but also be authentic to yourself? 
Uh, she's saying the best practices for organizing your content. Yeah, this is a great question. And I think a lot of therapists have this question. A lot of people, a lot of business owners have this question. To me, it illustrates the, the value of building a personal brand. Um, especially if you are a solo practitioner offering these different things like mentoring, therapy, and coaching. My suggestion is to find the core thesis of your website. So develop a good tagline as part of this process and use that tagline as a common thread for your audience. Um, Cause there's so much overlap between these different audiences, therapy, coaching, mentoring, supervising, etc. But, and use that as kind of the top of your funnel. From there, I think it's more about expressing who you are and how you're different and then going into the different services you offer. Because at the end of the day, what are you selling? You're selling an hour with you. So I think, think about, you know, you have different audiences potentially with a, a good bit of overlap. So I think you can, you can explain and elaborate on these services in different services pages or pages and blog posts where you explain how mentoring is different from therapy or mentoring is different from clinical supervision, right? How is therapy different from coaching, et cetera? And you can go into that nitty gritty. And then from there, I think under one, one big umbrella, like under this personal brand of yours, then your content can lead into each service and have a corresponding call to action. So again, if you're writing content or doing a blog post on the differences between coaching and therapy, then have a call to action that says, you know, apply for coaching here or apply for therapy now, or not sure which one is right for you, apply for a free discovery call now. And then from there you can, you know, elaborate or go into the different services. Don't get caught up in the semantics. You know, a lot of therapists are getting caught up in the semantics or uh, especially between coaching and therapy. You just want to, you know, just build this brand around who you are, how you're different, be genuine about it, be, be human about it, and then get people on the dang phone. That's really all your website's for. Get them on the phone and you will do the rest. We tend to be pretty good at converting people because guess what? We are professional listeners. So therapists really overthink things. They overthink their content. Well, we overthink our content. I do this too, good Lord. We overthink our content, our websites, our calls to action, and we get completely lost. Done is better than perfect, guys. And at the end of the day, your website is should really just function like a good landing page where you start a conversation with people, get them on the phone, and then convert them. That's it. Um, so don't overthink it. But this is a great question, and I think it can be done well. And when you have a good personal brand and a brand that's, that's really strong, you can do lots of different things within it, within that umbrella, because your practice will grow and evolve over time. So... Um, I hope that helps. And again, your content, different pieces of content should lead into each corresponding service and have a corresponding call to action. So make sure you're doing that and really leveraging your content well, right? So again, if I'm really focusing on that, that blog post of how to name a private practice, at the end of that private practice, I want to link people to my coaching and say, okay, still getting stuck on how to name your practice, wanting help, want help on how to name your practice, apply for coaching here, right? Simple as that. You got to know why you're creating content, guys, and and you got to tell people what to do next. <clears throat> 23 minutes of talking. 
hope this episode was good. You know, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on the digital strategy roadmap. Like I said, a lot of people, some people reached out and said that was really helpful. They really liked it. So we're going to be building that sucker out. We're going to be really building that thing out and, and I'd love your help naming it. What do you think I should name it? Let me know. Or something completely different. Maybe you guys are more creative than I am. Um, and, and naming things, naming things is always really tough. But I hope this was helpful, guys. Again, um, make sure that you submit your questions for me at the John Clark, the underscore John underscore Clark on Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Um, it's now called the John Clark Cast Community at thejohnclark.com forward slash FB group. And, um, and that would be it. So submit your questions. And we've got an interview episode coming up this Wednesday. Um, don't forget about the uh, sale for the Get Seen Summit going on until midnight tonight, save $200 and get CEUs. We just got approved to be CEU providers. So boom, get that going. And, um, and I will see you on Wednesday. Hope you have a great day. Cheers. See you soon. All right. I hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe to this show wherever you are listening. And don't forget to grab your ticket for the Get Seen Summit at GetSeenSummit.com. Look forward to seeing you October 19th in Philadelphia and hanging out with you in person. All right. Hope you have a great week. See you soon. <laughs>